Hey everybody and welcome back to Random Chatterings, a hodgepodge of pop culture and life. I am your host, Arlo Rodriguez, and my returning guest today is... Is that me? Oh, I'm Sarah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you didn't tell me what to say. Uh, I think this happened last time as well. Yeah, okay. It's I got Sarah you. from... I'm from Wild Chats. Get your head, Get head in the, the podcast. podcast. Hey, how's it going? It's great. I'm so glad to be back on Random Chatterings. I think um, I think you brought me back for probably the, the, the thing I'm most qualified to talk about, <laughs> I think. Um, and I, I couldn't be more excited because... Um, if there was like a second thing that I had to have a podcast about, it'd probably be Spongebob. So you would do like a Spongebob, like episode by episode kind of thing? Probably. What, would you do the entire thing or would you stop after the third season? <laughs> That's, yeah, third season, movie, we're done. Maybe the, sec- <laughs> <laughs> maybe the second movie and then maybe just like go back and do it again <laughs> with different people. <laughs> just with different people? Yeah. That would be, I, there's a, a lot of people, that, there's a podcast I love um, mm-hmm. called Everything's Talk, uh, Everything's Coming Up Simpsons, excuse me. Mm-hmm. They are, it's basically that. It's like they, they're going through every single episode, but they're, but they're, the, the, the guests will choose what episode they're going to talk about. So they jump through, they, they jump back and forth through seasons. So oh, nice. you could kind of do something like that if you wanted to. Yeah, especially because like sometimes there's a podcast um, that you really like about like maybe like a TV show or something, and then like the guest you bring on like doesn't like an episode that you really <laughs> like. So and then like oh, I've been waiting so long for them to do this episode, and it's like ruined. So like I would love to have a chance to do it again. But yeah, it's pretty true. But okay, but um, I guess we, maybe before we begin talking about SpongeBob SquarePants, what is your show all about, Sarah? Oh, okay. Um, my show is about Disney Channel, uh, mostly through um, the 2000s, uh, to, maybe 2010s, um, not so much 90s, but yeah, I just talk about all the TV shows, all the movies, um, the music. Um, there's a lot of like disney channel original movie podcast but what makes us special is that we like do everything even the commercials <laughs> whatever um and it's really fun awesome and uh, unfortunately tiffany is not here today mm-hmm. um we will we will we will miss her very yes, dearly miss you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's also on the podcast and there's it's very great and it's everywhere you can find your podcast soundcloud well, not everywhere not stitcher it's a lot of, it's, it's on in a stitcher lot of places now, now. And, it is on stitcher and google play fantastic yeah. <laughs> it is on stitcher then Ever. <laughs> You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher also as well, and everywhere else. So check that out. It's very, very, very fun show. I love it. I love it very much. And I'm not just saying that because she's right next to me. Oh, that's too nice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, now let's go ahead and get started with the, the man of the hour, SpongeBob mm-hmm. SquarePants. And unfortunately, I do have to start um, in, a, in a bit of a negative tone because not because I don't not because I hate the show I love the show but the passing of the creators actually kind of prompted me to try to get this episode going um, Steven Hillenberg died unfortunately last year at the age of 57 mm-hmm. the, uh, the episode and unfortunately the only thing we cannot talk about is dying for pie because I actually want to do a Minnesota about that on this podcast mm. um, but like a more in-depth discussion of it but like when he died I that episode ran through my brain like just from beginning to end because it is one of my favorite episodes wow i love that one too it's um it's so it, it's so different from other spongebob it's it's even more hyper like all the characters are just hyper more heightened than they normally are yeah and, like spongebob is stupider and goofier squidward is more <laughs> um <laughs> but yet it's still like uh it still has like the first few seasons charm yeah but yes, yeah, SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, when was the first time you watched, or first time you remember discovering SpongeBob SquarePants? Mm, I was so small. 
I was probably, I think it came out in like 99. That's correct. Right? Yeah, so I was like four. <laughs> so like, um, probably as soon as I was like, um, you know, conscious. <laughs> as like a, as a, you know, as a remembering human. As someone that gets capable of, of. Yeah, like, you know, processing <laughs> memories and stuff. Like SpongeBob was always, was always there on the TV. Um, and it's so weird because like when you're really young, I've been like thinking about this, but when you're like super, super young, at least for me, like I didn't really have a concept of like being like a super fan of something. Yeah. I know that like, or at least of like a TV show, like maybe like certain characters you would really like or like Barbie, but like not like the show. I, yeah. I've seen that a lot with little kids, like like little kids who really love like My Little Pony or, or like whatever. Yeah. But I, I never really had that. But it was still like I still watched it all the time. Yeah, That's strange. It was something that it was just. It wasn't really like just something that was existed like in the background. It was something that you kind of lived and breathed in. Yeah. Even though you can't really breathe because we're humans, and the show takes place underwater. This is so true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that we're on brand with SpongeBob today. <laughs> But yeah, 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 the first time I saw Spongebob, and I keep remembering this either incorrectly or it's just happened so long ago I can't remember it. But I believe my first episode was Grandma's Kisses, and I didn't have Nickelodeon for many years until like 2004. Mm. But I definitely had the DVDs. Because wow. they would always be shown, they would always have the DVDs at a Hollywood video or at a Blockbuster. Oh, so it would always awesome. rent the DVDs. Hollywood and, video. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, my first episode was Grandma's Kisses, and I think I saw it in a hotel. Mm. And it was, and I know for sure this was my first one because like I remember it very vaguely, but I remember it was such a weird episode because like SpongeBob, uh, the premise of the episode, is SpongeBob gets embarrassed because his well he visits his grandma and and there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of things we'll be hitting on now that we'll probably touch touch on when we talk about the movie, the first mm-hmm. movie. But it's about SpongeBob like being like even though he's an adult and he has his own house yeah. and pays bills and has a job, he still has like a kid when he's at grandma's house, and I, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. But this, the, the world of SpongeBob, even though it's very funny and elastic and cartoony, it's also incredibly cruel. And so, just because he has a forehead, like the lipstick of his grandma on his forehead, because it's for the kiss, yeah. everybody make like gives him shit over it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. That's weird. I was I was just thinking about that one today, um, because SpongeBob. I think I don't know if we could get into you know pre movie and post movie. We can yet. totally do that. Yeah. We can totally do that. So SpongeBob is like known to have. To, to have had this like really sharp decline in quality um because uh, yeah i would argue for season four but everything after that oh, okay. i can't really yeah I, I also think season four is arguable um <laughs> anything like after that i just like to think of it as the movie because like the movie was an ending right it was um, always intended by the creator to be the ending of the show yeah and it feels like it, it is we can't sorry we can't talk about the movie yet but yeah it, it does feel like an ending yeah for sure so um I think what a, a really big difference in between, like, let's say pre-season four, after season four, um, would be, like, the complexity of, uh, you know, Spongebob as a character. Yeah. And, like, he was a lot more, like, three-dimensional. Um, you know, he had his, like, really silly moments, but he also had his, um, I think, more mature moments or more nuanced, you know, conflicts or, like, inner conflict and I think he was a lot more like human in a way. Yeah. Um, and then more relatable. Yeah. And then, oh man, it was so so sad after that. Like he he became like um he wasn't even really a, a character anymore. He was just kind of like an 
I don't know how, how, to, how you would There's say a concept it. in, in um, animation, at least among animation mm-hmm. fanatics, not fanatics, but like fans about flanderization, or it's yeah. a term in TV tropes about a character being so beyond, like, or like a specific trait of a character going to the absolute extremes. Yeah. So it's like, that's kind of, I think it's kind of what you mean, like SpongeBob was like more giddy, but like kind of <laughs> like happy for just, be, he just, his default setting was always yeah. being happy. He didn't really yeah. have like other moods or other, like, 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 areas. I don't, I don't know how to say this, but like moods, specifically. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and that's what I. Man, hold on. Sure. I a moment. <laughs> wow. I'm just thinking about it because, like, even though, yeah, like after you know season four, it was you know really sad. Like I, I still, the first few seasons were so good that I don't even care. Like if yeah. somebody tells me like. Oh, SpongeBob sucks. I'm like, you're wrong. I don't even care if you've only seen the later seasons because you like clearly have not seen the first few seasons. Exactly. Those are like so great and like so memorable. Oh, another thing was the stories. Like the stories I think um were so much better um in the first few seasons because then like after, you know, post movie slash season four, yeah. they got kind of I think they got a little lazy with their storytelling, and then yeah. it, it just kind of became like more like Tom and Jerry ish. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like it wasn't really like a like a beginning, middle, and end story. It was just like, oh, what? How is like SpongeBob gonna annoy Squidward today? Right. And like, man, they're not memorable at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of like the only episode I can think of, and it's only because of one aspect of of. The, the the later seasons, which I don't know why they went in this direction, but it became really gross. Oh, very disgusting, like, grotesque, okay. gross out. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a there's a joke I remember about Squidward. I think he's trying to like pull. Like, he's trying to push something, and it gets caught on his toenail, and it like drags on his toenail. It's this. It's like you can see a close, not a close up, but like you can see the yeah. animation of his toenail being like dragged. It's like this is horrible. Yeah. Horrific and horrible. <laughs> yeah, and like. There's one where like Gary had a splinter or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Disgusting. And then one where they like they were making really ugly faces. Yeah. Remember that one? And then like their faces got stuck or something. I don't remember that one as much. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just like (laughs) the show just became like okay, what silly things we can do? Can we do with these characters and with the animation? And then not so much like okay, you know, like what kind of story would make sense for SpongeBob? Like um, I really like. Um, uh, the ripped pants one. Yeah, my bro- yeah. my brother makes. He says that all the time. He's like, <laughs> I, I, I we mentioned something. It's like, I had something something because I ripped my <laughs> pants. <laughs> I need a tailor. <laughs> that's what he says. No, that's just I say something and he's like, you're in trouble or something. He's like, oh shit, I need a tailor because I ripped my pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so like that one was super funny. It was very silly, but it was about you know, SpongeBob having to learn that. He has to get attention from his friends, like in the right way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it wasn't, and it never felt like it was like a very special kind of thing. It never felt like they were trying to teach things at you, or yeah. they're trying to like, like manipulate you into feeling something. It's like it would happen emotion. It happened naturally through the, the way the characters mm-hmm. interacted with each other. And that's and good storytelling. Exactly. And I was just thinking, oh, man, I was just thinking, but I'm. Because the Super Bowl just happened, and people mm-hmm. were very oh angry. This is so timely. That- <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> the people were so pissed off that SpongeBob only mm-hmm. got a five-second cameo, and then he was cut off. Like the song you expect, expect a sweet victory, 
was cut off by I, I don't remember <laughs> it what the was fucking sickle mode by um, or something. Tra- uh, Travis Scott. I'm pretty sure. I don't know who that yeah, is. Yeah, it's okay. But um, but like that, the plot line of that, even though like you remember like the the finale of it, it builds up because Squidward is trying to get everybody together to like perform for mm-hmm. some reason. They don't really say why, and then until we find out later that actually they're they're the halftime <laughs> they're the halftime yeah. show of the Super Bowl. But like, there's the great moment when Squidward's just like talking to them like after every, like everyone's fighting with each other and he just steps in and he's just saying well you did it you got my dreams I can't remember this 100% but and you crushed it crushed it into tiny little pieces and then he says I'll just pretend I'll just tell everyone everyone died in a marching accident <laughs> it's like Spongebob it's like it's kind of like Rock's Modern Life but we have we did talk about it a little bit um during our previous episode like it's it's a very it's 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 dark it's not darker but it's like more adult it's like very more like, mm-hmm. these are adult characters, like, interacting with each other. It's not, like, just all kids. Yeah. So you have a little bit, like, sometimes you have more morbid joke types of humor than you would expect from, like, a Nickelodeon show in the, well, not in the prime time, but, you know, like, like a Nickelodeon kids show. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite, since we're a little, not running low on time, but we're kind of a little, like, time-wise short here, what are some of your favorite episodes of SpongeBob that you would like to talk about? Mm, hold on. I can jump in with mine if you need time to I think about it. You. I got it. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So I feel like, okay, you know how um, people like to say that art is subjective? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I have never really been able to completely buy into that <laughs> idea. Um, I, think, I understand that. I, I, think it, I understand that. Yeah. I think it can be subjective and then it also can be objective. Like, I don't think the subjectivity of art is subjective. No, I think the subjectivity of art is subjective. Okay. <laughs> like, I think some people think it is and some people think it isn't. Right. Anyway. Yes. So I have like, it's weird because um, people ask me, what's my favorite episode of SpongeBob? It's not necessarily which episode I think is the best one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that way too. <laughs> yeah. So I think like in terms of writing and like which one had like the best jokes, like, you know, one after another, I would say that's um, Shanghai. Oh my God. I was just thinking that. And then also it's great to introduce because, okay, we haven't really talked about the characters. So there's SpongeBob, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. our yellow sponge. There's Patrick Starr, his best friend. There's Squidward Tentacles, who is a squid slash octopus. Squid? He's te- an, well, he's, no, he's a squid. I think he's he is an a squid. Octopus. He's an octopus. Yes. He's an octopus named Squidward. And and um, then there's a new character. Well, not a new character. He's intru- this character's introduced earlier in the run, but it's like the, the Flying Dutchman, who's mm-hmm. played by Brian Doyle Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, and But also, there's these, sometimes there's these segments that I don't know. Sometimes I think it's because either it's for a special or... Usually it's just for a special, but I don't know why there's a live-action Patchy the Pirate segment, and Patchy the Pirate oh, is played by Tom Kenny. That was a special. Do it was remember? a special. I don't. I, I I saw it after the fact because I had the my cousin got me the season two DVD after yeah. the fact, so I don't remember what was the special. The what was special. The, the special was that um you there was like three alternate endings, and you got to vote oh, on which yeah! one. Oh so, yeah! Oh yeah! So it was like they make a wish at the end, and depending like and then you could vote on whether spongebob was gonna get to make the wish yes. or squidward or patrick and then they also like i think on the the dv i think i had it they the, the, had the alternate they do have ending. the alternate endings but the one that i think the everyone went with was spongebob's and yeah. it ended up that was actually the best ending um, okay 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 what, i think they were what? all bad okay <laughs> there was none where they survived i'm pretty sure i mean 
Yeah, no, well, in Squidward's and Patrick's, they both, they were eaten. In in SpongeBob's, <laughs> the Flying Dutchman becomes a vegetarian. Yeah. And they're transported into what seems like they're back home, but it turns out, well, why are we all turned into fruits? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and this is a joke I didn't understand for many years, because, like, again, this show's really smart. The mm-hmm. Flying was saying, well, this helps me too. Fruit prevents scurvy. And he's, yeah. like, they're all in a blender, and then the blender, they're, like, jumping in the blender, and they're, and they're like, the pirate ship's been converted into a like a Volkswagen van, yeah. <laughs> and it's like a psychedelic background. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, Shanghai. Just because of how it started, well, just starting with the patch of the pirate segments and like how the parrot—I don't know the name—Potty the parrot. Mm-hmm. Potty the parrot was always such a dick to Patch of the pirate <laughs> in, in so many ways. It's like I remember one example of like he just like he's asking for a fife and then or like a flute, and then Pat, and Potty gives him a stick of dynamite yeah. and then he explodes <laughs> and he flies through a bunch of houses it's like again this is nickelodeon it's like there's like live action portions but no, it's like I love still it. like no i love it too mm-hmm. it's like i think it's i'm sure people remember it fondly but it's not the stuff that people usually bring up it's like oh i love that part of spongebob oh yeah yeah but sure. like yeah shanghai it just starts with the flying dutchman it just drops an anchor i think it's squibbert's place and they climb up the anchor um <laughs> And yeah, the, the humor is just so... Oh, I think the thing I remember the most... Or like one of those random jokes that's just like... It's Patrick being smarter than he normally is. Like he's... Like everybody's arguing about like who should do a wish or something. I don't remember exactly 100%. But then Patrick says, It, it seems we have reached an impasse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. It's so funny. Yeah, and oh my gosh. There were like so many quotable jokes in that episode um and even ones that are like less known like less well known like um i really like okay so they're trying to figure out whose ship it is yes and um there's like a giant sign that says like flying dutchman ship or something yeah and then like someone was like i don't know who who it could be <laughs> and then it's like i don't know I wonder something kind of rings a bell and there's like a bell ringing or something. Yeah, oh yeah. And then and then he's like, "I know. This ship belongs to the Red Baron." <laughs> and like that's that's like one of the more low-key ones like they're so good. Um and then they were talking about um like they were they were talking about how Flying Judgment has like a dirty ship. Yeah. It's like something about him having a dirty ship or something he's talking about like Squidward like yeah. talking badly about him. And then the Flying Dutchman's like um, insulting a man's ship be worse than insulting a man's oh the only thing worse would be insulting a man's mother and he's yeah. like no it was his mother <laughs> no, it was he, said, he said, said not his ship yeah and then he electrocutes Squidward's like what seems like three times I think yeah. um. and, then, and then it has the flight of despair like who yes. else would have thought of that like that was that's why like I'll always say that one was like the best one that they've ever I think done. the joke I remember the most well okay well the perfect department Oh, yeah, Perfect exactly. Department. But the joke yeah. I remember, because it's one that we always quote, just randomly, my brother. It's just like, you're good. You're good. You're they're, good. They're, yeah. pirating, they're, they're piloting the ship because they're, they're, they're become the, the Dutchman's henchmen. And it's just like, bada bum bum bum. And he's just crashing through this mountain. <laughs> yeah. And it's like shrapnel all over. And then, eh, stop. Don't worry, Captain. We'll buff up the scratches. And it's like the entire thing is like practically gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Skeleton of a ship. Oh, it's so good. Um. Yeah, I've, I, that's probably the, one of the best TV episodes yeah, or absolutely. cartoon episodes I've ever seen. Absolutely. Um, and then as for favorites, I really like. Oh, there's so many. That's why I like. Like I really like the Karate Choppers one. I don't remember that one as much, but that one's really mm-hmm. good too. It's so funny. Um, you know, Rip Pants. 
Um, the chocolate. Like, I can't pick a favorite. Oh, chocolate! Yeah. Chocolate! But which one's your favorite? My favorite episode. Okay, so... I Diet Papaya is the one I remember the most. Oh, I, yeah, like yeah. I mentioned earlier, so I'll do a mini on it. But my favorite is uh, uh, what is it called? It's the one where Squidward um, is fired because he's he's accused by Mr. Krabs of stealing his dime. Oh, and so he lives. He moves in with SpongeBob, and there's just so many. There's it was even more painful as someone who was unemployed for a while. Like <laughs> those jokes about like mooching off, <laughs> mooching off your loved ones and yeah. taking advantage of people. He's like that's another thing that won't work <laughs> <laughs> then go fix it yeah. two things that well, won't work <laughs> okay so that was season four right that was season three i believe was it? season four i i know for because season four had the updated uh, art style like i guess the one that's sort of like more colorful like that's kind of like the movie okay. um so there's one okay there, well, unfortunately we'll have to we'll have to wrap up the segment pretty soon but the joke I remember from season four, that again, too painful, too painful, too relatable. It's like, this man has no insurance. So what should we do? And they just push Krabs. He's on a, a st- stretcher. They just push him. They just push him out of the hospital because <laughs> he has no health insurance. <laughs> That's very true. I remember that. <laughs> oh, man. There's uh, and also, um, we will never deny a guest even the most ridiculous request. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, and I remember that one because it was after the Kids' Choice Awards. It was a new episode. Oh. It was either before, was it before after the Kids' Choice Awards that episode premiered. Probably after. I think it was after. But I yeah, I remember that. There's some good stuff in season four. We won't, we're going to be talking about the movies. In the next segment, we're going to be talking about the movies. Um, probably we'll talk about the first one more since Sarah has not actually seen the second one. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, we'll be talking about the first and second movies of SpongeBob after the break. And we're back. Uh, taking this back game is The Best Day Ever by SpongeBob SquarePants. I don't know the official, I don't know the official <laughs> performer thing. Um, uh, probably Tom Kenny. Uh, let's say Tom Kenny. By <laughs> Tom Kenny, who yeah. is SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, I remember that because that was the best day ever marathon, the 24-hour SpongeBob marathon. Yeah. And it ended with that episode. I loved it. That's. It was great. That's one of the best songs ever. Yeah, but also... I mean, it was great that they put it in the episode, but like to me, it was special that it was from the movie. Was it from the movie? Was it from yeah. the soundtrack of the movie? Yeah, it was the. I did not know that. It was like the last song in the credits. I did not after, know that. It was probably after Ocean Man. Yeah. <laughs> the best song of oh, all time. So good. Ocean Man, take me by the hand, lead me <laughs> to the land. That was so great. Well, that's a, that's a great transition, Sarah, because oh, we're going you. to be talking about the the films of SpongeBob SquarePants. So far, there's only there's technically been a. I think Spencer had one TV movie. We won't be talking about that 
one. So we'll talk okay. about the theatrical films yes. um, that I revisited recently. Um, so let's talk about the first one, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Mm-hmm. This movie is still amazing, even 15 years later. Yeah. I thought it was great too. <laughs> I, I saw it in theaters. I did too. I I remember seeing it when uh, God, that was yeah, fifteen years ago. So I was I was uh, eleven years old, was and my brother like, was six. Oh my gosh, I can't handle this. <laughs> can't. It's too much. I'm not even gonna do the math. But it was a long time ago for me. <laughs> but um, I was a child. <laughs> what was so great about the movie, at least from watching it again, mm-hmm. and um. This isn't really an insult to the to the creators of the show, mm-hmm. but it was more like the first couple minutes of the movie is like a special typical SpongeBob plot, but it's like the se- the settings and backgrounds we recognize before. It's just like the characters also look a little colorful, more colorful than normal yeah. because it's using like film. I, I can't, I don't know film well enough to say this, but like <laughs> like Technicolor that kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like film. It's, I can't, sorry, they look better. I'll just I'll just put it that way. They look better. Yeah. The backgrounds are more colorful than normal. But it still seems like a little restrained, a little bit. Like, there's still some dynamic camera angles here and there. But then, it's like once they introduce the King Neptune and you see the castle, it's like, oh, here's where the budget of the movie is. Yeah. And the orchestrated music as well. Mm-hmm. Like, But the, the, the first few minutes are so great because it establishes the world, it establishes SpongeBob being almost detrimentally um, committed to his job. Yes. Where he seems like he's amazing at it, but he'll never, he'll never want to work anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And he'll always be a fry kid for the rest of his life. Ugh. So sad. That one was like the I, I just felt so bad for him when they like didn't name him as the man. Yeah, the and he's just like screaming at everybody, like yeah, yeah, and he's like doing the SpongeBob laugh. Like, that was so <laughs> painful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it's like. Crabs, it's like he he steps up to where like they're doing like the whole ceremony and he's yeah. like talking into the microphone and Crabs is telling him I'm making a complete one of myself elf <laughs> <laughs> and then he like gets drunk on ice cream yeah oh my god that is like that's a type of like I know like again like ramping up because it's the movie we do things that we can't normally do on the TV yeah. show yes yes we can in like I mean in Wormy we can destroy the entire city and it goes to just <laughs> complete shambles because of this butterfly but we can't show spongebob drunk and we can't have him drinking yeah. so we'll just have him eat a shitload of ice cream <laughs> man that was so deep like i've never i had never seen spongebob that low yeah except for when he was in rock bottom oh. <laughs> yeah. physically deep i see, yeah. I see what you're saying there this isn't darkness this is advanced, advanced darkness, darkness. <laughs> But it's also just like again, it's trying to like ramping up everything. It's like everything's not heightened, but it's like like everything feels more impactful because this really matters. It, it mattered so much to SpongeBob. It's like I worked, I've been uh, employing me of the month for like this many months. Yeah. I day, weeks because I thought I had three twenty six plaques. I think. Oh, employing the month, months. So the, okay, so then you have to calculate like how many years is that? I didn't do the math. Wait, that's more than I think. He would be working there for almost thirty years. I mean, they don't seem to get any older. <laughs> that's also, I mean, that's 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 the default rule of cartoons. Is like they this never age, and they never mm-hmm. age. But yeah, and you're thinking he puts that much work in, and then he's like, not just. Well, first he's, it's like the stages of grief. It's like first he's mm-hmm. depressed, and then he's pissed. It's like, 
he's like he wakes up in the in like in the in the drunken stupor and it's like hey Patrick hey what's up buddy oh no I'm gonna be late for work Mr. Krabs is gonna be and he just his eyes like shrink it's bloodshot yeah. eyes like the way you see it from a drunk but he's like Mr. Krabs yeah it was scary <laughs> like, no I really like how they you know took took it to another level yeah um to say in a few words. So another scene that I thought about, and it's the one, and I think it is maybe, ooh, it's hard to see which is her, what's her favorite scene. There's a lot of great moments and scenes in this movie. Mm -hmm. But I'll say one of my favorite scenes is the one that we reference a lot, me and my brother, is the tough tug. Like when they're trying to, they have to, someone steals the steals their paddy wagon and they find out where it is, but they have to take the, the, the spatula that's the key of the paddy wagon. And then they, there's a lot of great, like simplified expressions of SpongeBob Patrick looking, not cuter, but just like super simple. Yeah. But it's like contrast with like this gritty looking like bar window. And then like, dude, I never noticed this because I hadn't really listened to the the music because I just been, I just laugh usually. Mm -hmm. But it's fucking Motorhead playing in the bar. And it's like, let me from Motorhead. And it's like, oh my God, wow. And I, I didn't even notice this. Because again, again, there's so much great visual detail. You just don't notice. And it's like, obviously it's like a bigger budget. I think yeah. the budget for this movie is $35 million or 30. Oh my gosh. So someone is eating a bowl of nails without milk in the bar. Oh my God. <laughs> like the salty splatoon. Exactly, exactly. Well, this place is even tougher than the t oh, than I the salty splatoon. I don't know. Maybe it's about the same. It's but it's like, but it's also like the 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 the, design, the details in this bar, like the the different designs for the fishes, like the tougher fishes, the grittiness of it, like the it's gross, but like appropriately so because like this is supposed to be like a tough man bar. And then it's like the great scene of SpongeBob in the bathroom. Um, trying to talk to Patrick, how are we going to do this? How are we going to get away with this? And then they, they blow a bubble. And, it's, and, and at this bar, there's a rule against blowing bubbles. All <laughs> double blowing bubble babies will be beaten <laughs> by everyone in the bar. <laughs> and so, <laughs> this is, um, I do like the scene, but it does kind of hint a little bit at the direction SpongeBob is going to take when they're trying, when they're singing the Goofy Goober theme song. Mm -hmm. Which is meant to like root out the weenie babies. Yeah, <laughs> they're like they're they're the way they clench their faces is very similar to what post movie SpongeBob does, like those kind of oh, disgusting, wow. gross out expressions. Yeah, but like it makes sense though, because like they're trying so hard, and like Patrick, you can see his, his face is melting because he does because <laughs> he's trying so hard not to sing. <laughs> but SpongeBob, like for a split second, has like a like a Beavis and Butthead esque face. <laughs> what I mean, it's like like, oh, yeah. like ugh, just can't. Almost can't so do it. Funny. Oh, that seems so good. Yeah. I think that. <laughs> you're just. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I should it's be like, more I'm like, no, you got it. Like, yeah. I'm just trying to think of other ways to say, like, that was awesome. Because otherwise, I'm just going to be saying that was oh, awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or we can talk about this. Okay. Oh, sure. Let's go for it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what do you think of the theme of the movie? Like, what was the message? The message, I think, and it's interesting because there's definitely been a lot more discussion, especially about like what is masculinity, like how to how to um, change like the defining like the finding traits of masculinity, or like what machismo is, and then like Latin mm -hmm. American culture about like being tough and abusive to your wife, and mm -hmm. um, you know like very toxic as, as examples of toxic masculinity. And so in this example, it's more about there isn't really a specific way of being a man, and really being a man is just it's it's more about being able to accomplish your goals and being like um respectful and um like like being being determined to to save 
to be to be a hero, I guess. It's not yeah. about mustaches and it's not about like SpongeBob says at the end of the movie, it's not about mermaid magic. And not even about even like I'm even contradicting what I just said as I'm saying it. But like <laughs> being a being a kid or being in a be acting like a kid is nothing to be ashamed of. It's something that we should actually cherish because it's a part of ourselves that we'll never be able to fully remove from ourselves because it's always a part of us. Yeah, and, and if he were not SpongeBob, he wouldn't have been able to save the day exactly. know, in the way that he did. Because um, everyone else was they well. I guess to talk a little bit about the plot, uh, Plankton does get the the crab's secret formula because of Plan Z. Plan Z, I love Plan Z. So he maliciously um, takes control of Bikini Bottom with these um, bucket helmets and takes control mm-hmm. of everybody. And yeah, it's true that without SpongeBob, they would have just been enslaved for the rest of the duration <laughs> of the movie. Yeah, and so I think it's it's also about like you know being able to to overcome like people looking down on you. Yeah. Um, and not letting other people's opinions stop you from like doing what you need to do. Yeah. And, like saving the day, um, and kind of being able to accept like, okay, people think I'm childish, and that's probably, especially since he's like an adult in this world, like yeah. he's gonna have to deal with the fact like people are always gonna think that I'm childish. Right. But um, to being able to accept it, and wow, man, I'm just thinking about the the, the scene where um they're like all washed up. And yeah. <laughs> wait. Wait. Are they? Are we, you mean they're on that um, that table and they have like yeah. the light? I was just thinking about that too. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like I I think did you cry? Do you remember crying as a kid? I probably did. I think I might have, but because they obviously it's a comedy movie, we can't have too many emotions here. They have to like very quickly cut to the pirates crying and like, oh, you're not supposed to take this seriously. Yeah. But like Tom Kenny's performance, and I know more about like who Tom Kenny is and who Bill Fagerbake is, mm-hmm. who plays Patrick, mm-hmm. and um. The performances in this movie is top notch. Like even beyond like the TV show, which was already fantastic, they get to go like Tom Kenny and Bill get to do more in this movie. And SpongeBob is like as though he was dying because he was dying. He died. Yeah. <laughs> so he has to kind of like be more about like just even more fatalist and just like oh, I don't, we not even like that. Just like oh, we tried doing this but we couldn't. Because, like, they're literally losing, like, the last ounce of breath. And they're, they're, yeah. And I can't even believe that they did that to us as children. Yeah. Like, that was a character that, like, for so many people was, like, um, really influential in their lives, really impactful. Um, I mean, it was somebody that we saw on our TV screens every day, and they, like, actually killed him for, yeah, for, like, <laughs> like, for, like, like, 30 like, seconds, it yeah. seems. Yeah. Um, minute. And then, I, and then they do do the like classic like teardrop fixes everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, how did you feel about that? I mean, it, I definitely know that they have to have. There has to be some kind of Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Not maybe specifically that terminology, but like something like how the fuck are we gonna get out of this? And it's like, yeah. it has to be something. But I think because they call it out in the movie, it's like, oh, we know what we're doing. We know we, we can't have SpongeBob die and be, that be the end of the movie. Yeah, but they still want to like make sure that it like got taken to that level of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> like, because <laughs> like, huh, it's 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 interesting how like no TV show that ends up into like a film adaptation is ever just like a longer version of the TV show. Like it yeah. it has to be like you know it can't just be like SpongeBob doing one of his normal stories it has to be them you know trying to save bikini bottom right from destruction (laughs) yeah um or i was um i think recently thinking about the like even stevens movie 
about yeah. how like they go to like an island. Sorry, this is very Disney <laughs> Channel. I didn't even like I didn't even like give you warning. That's fine. <laughs> because um I don't know, I'm always in Disney Channel world. But um yeah, I, I remember thinking like, oh man, like any any movie that that was from like a TV show, I always was like, dang, I wish it was just like like the TV show. But, yeah, like, yeah. I could go yeah. see at the movies, but I mean, I, I understand that, like, with like thirty-five million dollars or whatever, yeah. <laughs> like, it can't just be like a normal SpongeBob story. It has to be yeah. something that's like, you know, world-shattering, exactly. changing exactly. for the characters, right? Um, for it to be worth it, like, there has yeah. to be some, you know, character development, and that's why I liked that. Um, by the end, like SpongeBob was a manager of the Krusty Krab too. Yeah. You know? Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> this is the great thing. I would just say that your fly is down, which is like, he doesn't wear pants. How is his fly down? Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Let's not think about too much about that. <laughs> there also, there's also a lot of really fun, whatever reason, they were really obsessed with SpongeBob's butt in this movie. So in the beginning of the movie, he already has like his, like the, his back, his hindquarters, like, cause it's like a box. Oh yeah. And he yeah. puts the box together into his, and puts on his pants and then the back flip, the flap opens up and you see his butt. There's a lot of jokes in this movie about SpongeBob. Like you can see his butt crack. In the yeah. Oh movie. my god. I think it's just because little kids think that's hilarious. And so <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> little kids love butts. I don't know why, but like they, they always laugh so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Which that is like um, when I found out that in the lyrics, I always thought like, "Ooh, that's sneaky." Well, not like sneaky in terms of like in terms of like, "Ooh, that's that's like a dirty thing." I didn't know they were gonna do that in the song, like in the "I'm a Goofy Goober" song, like at the end of the movie when SpongeBob. Mm-hmm spoilers um saves the day with yeah. his electric guitar that can blow lasers and destroy the oh buckets. yeah that was even crazier than the teardrop <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i was complaining about the teardrop yeah that's even more like a bit of a stretch <laughs> yeah that's i don't know a, that again, was it's, insane it's, it's but the, it was <laughs> yeah i don't know they're like huh how do they fix it I don't like, know, with rock. <laughs> rock and roll. Yeah. The helmets can handle this level of rock and roll. <laughs> so I guess they, you know, they, even though it was like a weird deus ex machina, like it, it was saying that like, you know, his childlike power and sensibility is what saved the day. Kind of like in Frozen, like the thing that unfroze everything was love. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I did enjoy Frozen. I don't know what to expect or even think about the second one. I also liked Frozen, but I'm also worried. <laughs> I'm. What could he possibly? I don't even. What, the, what? What could they do with Wreck-It Ralph? Two is like I get it. You went from video games to the internet. Totally get that. Mm-hmm. But what, can, what the fuck can you do with Frozen Two? Uh, I mean, they had that short. Did you see it? I did not see it. It was like it was it. It wasn't even a a, a short. It was a featurette because it was like twenty minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, "What?" Um, it was before Coco, I think. Yeah, that's correct. Um, that's correct. Yeah, it was just like a little cute story about like Christmas or something. Like that. I don't really something like I maybe it was on TV and they yeah, decided, but, "Why let's show it in front of Coco?" I was like, "Yeah, clearly oh, I have to do that." Yeah, clearly I don't. It wasn't that memorable to me because I saw it and I don't remember what it was about. I, I, my only assumption is because they usually have like a short, a Pixar short, and maybe they just didn't have one ready at the time of the release of Coco. So that's yeah. probably why they just said, let's well, slap on an Olaf thing. I people don't know. Like it was probably very deliberate. I would guess that they did it so that more people would watch the movie. Uh, because like, they advertised that it was going to have like a Frozen thing before Yeah, it. and then they didn't, but there was a huge backlash against that. I'm sure the short's fine, but I mean, it's like you... But um, SpongeBob. <laughs> SpongeBob. Um, I was also about to interject about anime, but let's not. Let's no, not. no, no. Please do. <laughs> we only have like three minutes left. You got this. 
Okay. No, as in, like, do whatever you think is best for the time. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, let's go ahead and start talking about the second movie. I will, but, like, I mean, I, after seeing the first movie, it's, like, um, high recommendation. Like, I don't even think it's, like, good for a kid's movie. It's still, like, very smart, very sharp. Just as funny as the series, but also, get, like, gets to take chances. And, it, like, you can kind of tell that, that the budget is a little bigger. And, like, they From do the a lot with movie? that. the first movie? No, no, I mean, the, the, I'm talking about the first movie. I meant to... Sorry, I... I, I, that was a bad introduction. <laughs> I was trying to wrap up my thoughts on the first movie. Oh, my But yeah, God. great movie. Highly recommended. I I don't even think you have to be a SpongeBob fan. I think you can enjoy it any, at any age, I believe. I think so, too. But yes, the second movie. So unfortunately, Sarah did not get... I should have actually texted you if you had seen the second one. Wait, I, I just assumed you had already seen it because you, you are a SpongeBob fan. Yeah. Um, there, just... Ever since I went to college, <laughs> I don't have time to, do, to watch movies. I'm sorry. Unfortunately. <laughs> I watch TV, but I don't. I don't watch TV anymore. I mostly play video games. Watch See, music, play video games. Yeah, it, it, I can't do it all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much. Uh, but was, I guess there was a reason. Was it? Was it, were you worried that because it's not the original creator, that it was going to be like par with the quality of the seasons at that point? Oh that's why yeah. You didn't see the second movie. Yeah, I mean, I. That's why I didn't see it in theaters. That's for sure. Because I was like. No, and because they advertised it looking, making it look like it was like 100% live action. Yeah, and I, fortunately, I get, yeah. we were talking about this off air, but they had to do that. I don't really like to say that, but 2D movies like that, the SpongeBob, the, the Sponge Out of Water is the second movie. The first half is just animated, like the traditional style animation that we all know and love, but that doesn't sell anymore. And, and only the 3D movies or live action animated movies are the ones that sell. But like, how are they so sure if they, nobody's releasing the animated movies? I, I, I don't know. I honestly think I did full of shit. I feel like they think the animated movie is not gonna sell. But like, when was the last time they tried to? You know, when was the last big like two D animated movie? Um, in the in the, in America, I don't. Yeah. No, because I animated like um anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Japan, a whole other thing. That's a whole other market, even. But yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't think of an example right now. But, um, so I can say, okay, so I can say, obviously, it's a sequel, and it's not going to be better than the first one. And I, and I actually do have a reason for this. I've been thinking about this, deliberately on this. Because <laughs> I, I love the anime, like, the cell animation portions. Love it. I think it's some of the funniest shit ever that they've ever, that's ever been in a SpongeBob. Like, it's stuff that you would remember from, a, like, a classic SpongeBob episode. It, wow. It's like, it's like some of the best sketch comedy movies were, like, just hitting you with humor, like, at every possible moment. And it starts with this fantastic sequence. Which unfortunately I don't I don't have too much time to talk about it. But of Plankton again trying to steal those the the, the secret formula, but it's like a war scene, but it's like SpongeBob in a war setting, which is like something you don't really see. But it's like really great jokes about like SpongeBob like throwing like potatoes at Plankton's airship. But it's also again, the you already tell like this is a movie setting because it starts with Antonio Banderas as a pirate <laughs> of trying to steal a book or something. But then it cuts to the animation portion, and it's like the animation already looks like even more colorful than the first movie, mm -hmm. and already like more cinematic, and mm -hmm. like there's a joke that I cannot I cannot believe is in this movie where they're talking about how popular Krabby Patty is, and there's a great moment, a great question mark quotation. It's a really dark moment when like the doctor's saying to someone, "I'm sorry, I think he only has a week left to live," and the wife is crying, <laughs> and then the the patient starts eating Krabby Patty, the doctor eats a Krabby Patty, and then while the wife is crying, then she starts eating a Krabby Patty. <laughs> that floored us. I couldn't, I completely forgot about that joke. And the stuff you've probably definitely seen in the trailer already 
of like 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 Patrick looking through the binoculars, and it's like, oh, they're really far away, and then he turns around and says, like, oh, they're right on top of us. <laughs> and um, classic SpongeBob. Yeah, thing. exactly, and it's like. It's like you would think that they have like a, the time hasn't skipped at all between like the first movie wow. and like in terms of in terms of quality of like the third season, the first movie, and then the, the second movie. Like that's how I really that's generally crazy. Yeah, no, I really believe that it is some of the best stuff SpongeBob has ever done. So like in the cell animated portion. How do you say. think that? How did you think that they pulled that off? Like how is like the TV show right now like so off? From like what I believe SpongeBob was yeah. intended to be, and then they were able to make a movie. I think it's also because I think the creator was had, had he didn't direct the movie. It was it's the current showrunner that actually directed the mm -hmm. movie. But I mm -hmm. think because Sylvian Hilberg had more of a role, I think probably like influenced it, kind of like pushing the direction of the movie. I thought he actually yeah. had directed it, but then I learned um, in the credits he wasn't him. But mm -hmm. like probably he had more of an influence. So they tried to they tried to make it more like classic SpongeBob. Mm -hmm. I think that's what we would consider as classic. Like, it's the characters you low and love, but it's, again, it's, like, ramping up everything. It's like, oh, the Crab Petty's formula is missing. It's just missing, because the, the pirate, Antonio, I was going to say Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Antonio Banderas, the pirate, makes it, writes into the book, and again, again, when you want to say, like, Antonio, like, it's like, Machina, it's like, there's a magic book, and you write into yeah. it, it makes anything happen. So he he writes that the Crab Petty formula is in his hands, and he uses it to open up, like, a food truck in, like, what looks like Santa Monica, <laughs> so he can sell burgers. <laughs> Um, it's ridiculous, but like, like the, but like, it's also a plot line of SpongeBob actually having to team up with Plankton because he's the only, he's the only one who sees the Krabby Patty formula disappearing and he's the only one who believes Plankton that it disappeared. No, of course no one else believes Plankton because of what he did in the shit in the first movie. <laughs> so it actually, it's like, because the Krabby Patty formula is gone, everything goes into madness. And it's a great scene of like, oh, you really think that everything's gonna go crazy? And then like, a second passes by, they're all in Mad Max, like Mad Max type of gear. <laughs> and like everything is like the sky looks like like sepia tone and like er, like smoke everywhere and like everything's in destruction. Just because and then another great payoff is like later like he's sucking his Then <laughs> they go into the future and they time travel because they're trying to figure out like at what point in the time does the does the formula disappear? And then they go into the future. And it's like covered in sand. It's like a desolate area, and, and Patrick's there, and he's covered with his beard. And he says, "Oh God, what happened?" It's like, it's something. I don't remember exactly what it says, but it's like it's only like, it's only like Thursday, and it's like this happened like just within a matter of days that everything <laughs> just went to shit. <laughs> but it actually has this plotline of SpongeBob having to trust Plankton, um, and then. And then I think eventually it gets to the point where it's like, oh, now, okay, now we know exactly where it is. We can smell the crab patty, so we know we can have to go into to the real world. And then that's when they become their their CG counterparts. Mm. And th th it's good. I can't say it's bad. It's not bad. And at least I really appreciate that they tried to actually have the characters look like they should, not like with human realistic guys. And God forbid, whatever we expect with the Sonic movie. I'm oh. so... Oh my don't God. To, don't know what to imagine from that. But oh. at least they retain the look of the characters. Yeah. And the antics that they come in is kind of cute and it's really funny. And then there's the... It's a pretty great sequence of them, like, becoming superheroes. So they write into the book, we become superheroes. So I guess they also have to get that demographic as well. Mm -hmm. But, like, it is a great action sequence of them, of the pirate. Like, his food truck, it, like, has wheels and it can run, like, on the street. And then that's... Especially when everybody, like, all the humans are just gone or they just cleared the street so they can just have this crazy scene going on. But, um... I, I, I definitely think it, the second movie is way better than an, it, anybody could have imagined it could have been. And the first 50 minutes of that movie are amazing, but when they do go into live action, it is a bit 
it, it's not as good. It's it more gimmicky. Probably. It's a bit more gimmicky, but yeah. it, it's still there's still some good there's some good stuff in there. I would say the second movie is it, it's an admirable follow up to the first one. It's not better, but it's certainly worth everybody's time. I would say I would like if I say, yeah. if, I, if I would give the the first movie five stars, I'll give the second movie four stars. Wow, maybe three and a half. Oh, I just feel like so many more people would have seen it. If it was like if they had advertised it to be like what? No, it absolutely. Was. So if they knew that it's this is the the classic animation. Well, I think they sort of got that impression. It, there's a little bit of the live action, the, the not the live action, but like the the two D animation in the in the, in the in the later trailers, but not yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't from what what I saw, it, it looked like it was completely live action. Like, yeah. Or like I thought, like I don't know, just because I have trust issues, I would have. Like, <laughs> I was imagining that like. Oh, they're showing the 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 2D anime. That's probably only gonna be like five minutes of the movie. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like only the beginning. Yeah. So I was like not trusting, but um. Because that's that's funny though. Because like every other live action movie, like the Smurfs, like the first 15 minutes takes place in Smurf land, and then the rest of it is in. So that's a fair assumption to have had. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Um, and like you know, with the Lion King, I'm like so. I don't know what to, Lion King. I'm I'm on the fence about. I'm on Aladdin, and I have no idea what to think about that. I'm mad about all of it. <laughs> like, leave it alone. I heard Cinderella was good. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. and uh, Peach Dragon and Jungle Book were all good. Mm-hmm. Not amazing, but good. Mm, I don't know. I haven't seen it. But anyway, I just feel like okay, nobody. I feel like these TV networks are like not seeing what's happening in the culture and like capitalizing on it. Yeah. So like, if Nickelodeon sees that like so many people like you know sign all these petitions that they even got the super bowl to even have like a few seconds of spongebob in it yeah like, and that was the most notable thing about yeah. the super bowl and the pages fucking winning get that yeah. ah, no sports rants but i hate the pages anyway yeah, that's okay anyway. um but yeah like what are like <laughs> all the, the only thing i've seen is that maybe like on like on spongebob's like social media they'll like play the sweet victory yeah but, like like there's an opportunity here, guys. Like, <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? Like, okay, so they saw that enough people wanted to be on the Super Bowl yeah. that it actually got on to like one of the most like watched things in the entire country. Like, come on, guys, make a ride at Universal. I don't know what you guys have to do. I, I <laughs> make don't another know. movie. Like, they make... are gonna make another movie oh. in 2020. So two- make this show better <laughs> like people are gonna watch it if it's if the quality's there like esp- oh another thing i wanted to mention was yeah. that like little kids can tell like differences in quality like hmm. um my niece is like i don't know she's like 14 or something yeah and so she's been watching like for most of her like tv watching life it's been you know post movie spongebob and so interesting so like that's most of what she's known to be spongebob but she she'll tell me like like just a couple days ago she was like oh my gosh like um the other day they were just playing old episodes of spongebob and they were so good like season one season two season three (laughs) and i was like oh my gosh nickelodeon like what are you doing like (laughs) even the little kids know that the old ones are so much better and they want to see those more like i don't even I wouldn't even mind. Okay, I don't watch Nickelodeon that often. I don't know. But either. I but I would if they just played like reruns of SpongeBob instead of like the newer ones. Yeah. And, because like yeah. little kids like them better too. Like you're gonna have more people watching it. I promise, Nickelodeon. I promise. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Trust me, okay? 
I get really emotional about these things. It's okay. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of people that also are in the, in the opinions of The Simpsons in the same way. That's too funny because I also, I love The Simpsons, um, mm-hmm. but I also did, I did grow up in the post, what people would say, the golden age of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting for me. Like I And I used to have, and I, I apologize on many podcasts before, but I did apologize. <laughs> that I would look at the the older looking up and it's like oh this looks old I don't like this but like without <laughs> actually like listening to the, the jokes or even like just I, I don't know if I would just like change the channel because I think it's like it's also when you're a kid you don't know not know any better but like oh I'll still watch this anyway but I just don't like it as much as the episode when the Simpsons go to Africa and I'm sure there's a lot of not great jokes that don't hold up that might be racially insensitive but whatever um so it's the same thing going on there and i'm sure there's a lot like if any show that's been going on for so many years like there's people that will have been born in the middle of the run when you think it's not as good anymore <laughs> so um yeah i i mean i do hope that spongebob does continue because it, it does still make an impact on people's lives it's not mm-hmm. like any other show it's the optimism is very fruitful and necessary mm-hmm. um but i do i wonder if maybe they just need to get new 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 people in there yeah. to, to, to kind of like breathe some fresh air into the series yeah I, I i just can't imagine like if i worked at nickelodeon and i was working on spongebob and i saw those episodes and was like proud of myself like i would never i would never like, <laughs> like i just couldn't like I, I would feel so horrible i would just leave so i'm just wondering like who's who's doing who's this? doing this <laughs> who's doing this and like do you really think that this is the essence of like do you think that this is why people like spongebob i just want to know like were they fans of spongebob you know i don't know i have no idea i don't know i have no idea anyway still love you guys nickelodeon you guys are great (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah unfortunately we're out of time Mm. uh sorry for the shorter than usual episode but sarah thank you so much for coming back thanks for inviting me you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) um where can people find your social media stuffs and your podcasts and all that cool. stuff. Um, for my podcast, Wild Chats Podcast, if you're a Disney Channel fan, you can find us on Instagram at Wild Chats Podcast, Twitter, Wild Chats P-cast. P-cast. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a true Wild Chat right there. Um, and then you can follow me, if you like myself, <laughs> at, um, at I am Sarah Carreras on Instagram and Twitter. Nice. I don't use Twitter. I just have it, so nobody else will take that handle. <laughs> in case I need it in the future. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence about Twitter. Uh, yeah. Too many Nazis. Anyway, um, uh, taking this out today <laughs> is uh, F-U-N. F-U-N oh. song, I think? Uh, by say, SpongeBob and Plankton. We'll have the official credits, whatever they credited on the album, in the description. As always, you can find our podcast at randomchatterings.weebly.com. You can find us on Twitter at our Twitter handle at RanchatPodcast, on Instagram at RandomChatterings, and you can email us at RanchatPodcast at gmail.com. And I will not do the whole thing today because we are actually short on time. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Anchor, and um, a bunch of other places (laughs) Uh, by searching Random Chatterings, a hodgepodge of pop culture and life. Um, We also occasionally do streams on YouTube. Uh, You can find us by searching Ranchat Streams. And finally, our question of the week is, what is your favorite Spongebob episode? Um, I don't remember the name of the episode, but I would say probably my second favorite is Wormy. Just because of how insane. Mm. And also, a thing that I actually would look away from the TV when I was a kid. I think I probably still do it now, just out of habit. <laughs> look away when they show a close-up of the butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs>
It's like it's also because like the sound. It's like it's it's a B sound, like a boom. Yeah, they they do make it horrifying. It's hor- yeah. Um, I would say that would be my the, the one I mentioned earlier, and then that was probably my second favorite episode. Right? Um, yeah. Uh, Sarah, thanks for saying for coming back. Yay! It was awesome. We will definitely we'll definitely bring it back. Nice. We'll find we'll find Thank something you. to talk about. Yes, we'll yeah. <laughs> Alright everybody, take care. Bye. That's completely idiotic. Here, let me help you. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. Try it! N is for anywhere at any time at all. Down here in the deep blue sea. Wait, I don't understand this. I feel all tingly inside. Should we stop? No, that's how you're supposed to feel. Well, I like it. Let's do it again. Okay. F is for frolic through all the flowers. U is for ukulele. N is for nose picking, sharing gum and sun licking here with my best buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 